Welcome to the Weight Loss for Nurses podcast, where nurses come to learn how to lose weight for good by ending the BS cycle. So if you are a busy, stressed out nurse, and no matter what you do to lose weight, nothing is working, then you are in the right place. Each week, I will show you how I lost 100 pounds, but more importantly, I will show you how you can be able to enjoy your job and your life. So let's get started. Welcome. So I am excited to have you here today to join me, and we're going to talk about coping mechanisms and what they are and what do we do about them. So sorry if I'm a little little sound a little different today. I went away uh, almost two weeks ago to visit my my son and daughter-in-law and grandson and came home and came down with COVID. So my voice is a little off today, feeling a little better. It's been, oh, almost two weeks. It'll be two weeks this Sunday that I've come down with it. So it hasn't been fun. I'm finally getting a little more energy back. But let me tell you, it's knocked me knocked me off my feet for a bit. But because I am so passionate about helping you out, I wanted to come on today and talk about uh, coping mechanisms. Because I think when it comes to us trying to lose weight, wanting to lose weight, working on losing weight, these coping mechanisms uh, really affect us. So what is a coping mechanism? So I'm going to give you a real um, uh, one that's more medical, more in-depth, and then the layman's one. So coping mechanism, a cognitive and behavioral approach that we use to manage internal and external stressors. Or this is the easy way, something a person does to deal with a difficult situation. And I know for me, when I was struggling for, oh, way too many years, like it was 30 years that I struggled with my weight, my coping mechanism was turning to food. And then when I stopped the food, it was turning to alcohol. My coping mechanisms were that. And I know a lot of my clients, when they come to me, this is exactly what they're going through too. And they're like, they know, and I don't know about you, but I know for me, like I do, like I just don't want to do it, but I didn't know how to stop. I didn't know any other way to cope with what was going on. And so that's why today we're going to talk about there's a couple of things to the coping um, mechanism, but we're going to start with like really basic, like let's talk about what it is and what we're going to do about it. So where you're going to see it happening is a lot of times in the evening. So you get through your day, you've had a long, busy day at work, you come home, you know, you've got the supper on the table, driving the kids around, like cleaning house, like you are done, you are white. And finally, everybody's in bed, and you sit on that couch, turn that TV on, and you're eating. That's your coping mechanism from getting through that difficult day. That nighttime eating, like so many of my clients say, well, I can't, this nighttime eating, I have to stop it. Well, that 
You just need to know you are normal. You are normal sitting there in the evening snacking away. It's because that's how you're coping with your day. Think about it. And I've talked about this on different um, episodes on with all that you're thinking through the day and everything you're doing, it's if you're sitting with it and not processing it, it sits like a heavy weight on you all day long. And by the end of the day, you are mentally exhausted. So no wonder you're turning to food to cope with how you're feeling and thinking. So let's start with, you know, you sit and you're having that nighttime eating, you're indulging in that food. And then what happens next is you feel bad about eating all that food because look at you've tried so hard all day, you've stuck with your diet all day. And then in one evening, it's you think it's all gone, you start beating yourself up about it. And it really chips away at yourself. Like, how do you feel when you know, you're eating and then you're beating yourself up and telling yourself, why did you do it? You shouldn't have done it. You have no willpower. Like you just spiral. So there are two layers to this. There's two problems. Well, the first one is you're using food as a coping mechanism. That's the first problem. And the second problem, this is what we're going to work on on this episode. It's that you're compounding the problem by not by not owning the decision you are making to overeat on the food. That's why you go to be beating yourself up. So you have compounded the pain and the suffering because you're beating yourself up thinking, well, you have no control. And that's what we're going to talk about today. You do have control. And it will make you feel so much better. Like that's what I want you to take away from this episode is just to be feeling that little bit better. So we're going to break this down. So remember, the first problem is that you're using food to cope. That's okay. But what we're going to work on is that next layer, the habit of you just thinking you have no control. It starts with you owning the decision of wanting to eat. That's it. So you're going to be, you know, going into that kitchen at night and chowing down on, you know, for me, it was ice cream or chocolate cake or chips or whatever it is. But what I want you to do is when you go into that kitchen and your brain is telling you, you know, go eat, you want it. I want you to just own that you are deciding to eat it. Just own it. Don't hide from it. Just make a decision. This is me. This is what I'm going to do in this moment. And it's okay. Because when we start hiding the fact that we are deciding, then it even makes us feel even worse. And what I mean by that is, then, you know, we go into this denial, we then even numb out more because we feel even worse about ourselves. But I want you to reel this back and go, 
I am making that decision. I have the responsibility in this moment to decide to take that food and put it in my mouth. That's it. That's not a bad thing. It's not a wrong thing if you want to have it. But I want you to come from a place of like, yeah, I have the cravings. I want some ice cream. Okay, then I'm making the decision to eat it. No big deal. And it's not about, you know, well, you know, I'm, and I was a hundred pounds, over a hundred pounds overweight. You know, I'm a hundred pounds overweight. It's okay to have it. It's no big deal. No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. It isn't that, you know, it's so okay to be eating it and pretending it's okay to have it. It won't make a difference. No, that's not what it's about. It's just saying in this moment, this is what I'm choosing to do. And it's okay for this moment. And it really is, like that's your way of, of taking your power back. Because think about it. I know for me, in those moments when I sort of numbed out and just ate it, and then I had layered on shame and embarrassment and all the energy, then I went into that. Like, it's funny, like I now look at it, that beating myself was actually a distraction from the eating it in the first place, because, hey, I'm feeling bad about myself now, not even thinking about the food now. And it really is, it it took away my power. Like I felt like I had no power. Like that's why we sometimes feel like food has control over us because we spiral this down. But when we step back and take the power back on, it's our choice to make, like it's our decision to just eat it. And then what I want you to do when we choose Like when we make that decision and then I want you to eat it from a place of mindfulness, like really sitting with it, tasting it, feeling how it feels in your body, like knowing that it's okay. How does it feel eating it? Like really paying attention because that's the first part of then going, well, do I really want this? Does it really taste any good? Is this helping me deal with what's going on? Like, that's the first part. Like, you can't get to the deeper part of the reason why you're needing this coping mechanism if you don't take away that shame and the guilt and the embarrassment. When you go from a place of, in that moment, it's my decision, I will take this responsibility and just be with it then you can go really looking into like, what is it that's really needing to be addressed? Then I'm needing to, you know, eat that food to feel better. That's where the magic happens. But there's a, like I said, there's two layers to this. We need to step into this layer first, before we can go into the deeper part of this, we can't address what's going on and why we're turning to this coping mechanism in the first place. If we aren't, you know, kinder, gentler to ourselves when we do eat it and how we do that is we start empowering ourselves 
by just being honest with ourselves and going, it's a decision in this moment that I'm making that I'm going to have it and it's okay. This isn't going to happen forever. I'm going to figure this out. But in this moment, this is where I'm at. So I know this is a quick, short little one uh, episode. I just wanted to come on, even though, you know, I'm struggling with this COVID, but I, my passion is really helping you like this. It is so, it is so doable to stop all that sabotaging you from losing weight. That is where the, that is where we lose the weight for the last time. It's not by finding another diet that tells you what going to eat, because I know you're a pro at following, following uh, um, instructions. I know I was, but those instructions of the diet plan of telling you what to eat aren't working on this stuff that's going on, that's coming up, that's stopping you from following that plan. So I hope this is helpful. Please leave me a review so this can get out to other people, other nurses that are struggling to lose weight. So have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to the Weight Loss for Nurses podcast, where my goal is to help you end the BS cycle so you can start enjoying your job and your life and lose weight for good. To learn more about working closely with me, please visit me at karenshable.com and I'll see you next week.